This is the party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right, P O D D Y. Women and men, boys and girls, welcome back to another fabulous episode of the Trim Healthy Podcast with Serene Pearl and me, Danny. And today's really special again because we have a very special and may I say queen like persona in the house. Yes. Meadow, welcome to the Trim Healthy Podcast. It's like our mother just. You know, honey, I shrunk out my mother. <laughs> honey, I shrunk my mom. Hey, Meadow is my daughter, everybody. For those of you who don't know, I just took a picture of it. Maybe I'll put it on Facebook. Um, Meadow does all our social media for our fan page, for our Instagram, for our what, Meadow? Do we tweet? Uh, no, not usually. But Facebook because and Instagram. Tweet because you, we have too much to say. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't yeah, put you it need in. more than two sentences. Yeah. But to to just make sense of the honey I shrunk my mother, um, she is redhead like our mum and very queenly like our mum, very sophisticated, so much more sophisticated than us peeps. Yeah, I don't know how I I grew. I grew a daughter. How'd you grow grow this daughter? (laughs) I raised I raised a daughter um, so full of grace and class and and, um, uh, Charlie and I, we're so blessed to have Meadow, beautiful daughter now, a beautiful mother. Um, and wife, and watching her just, I don't know, grow, grow into the adult she has become, I learn a lot from her. Listen, I can't believe it, because I lived with Pearl and her husband, you Charlie. You don't get to talk, by the way, Meadow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, Meadow. She but will. I lived with Pearl and Charlie um, when Meadow was a baby. Yeah. Because we were signed to a record company together, Pearl and I, and we did the music thing. And so Meadow used to have her naps inside the open velvet fl- um, plush part of Pearl's guitar case. Always always open, of course. Yeah, we were on the road, and that's where she slept, in my guica- guitar and the case. the cocoon part of the ovation guitar little velvet. It was so cute. So this was the baby that, that I felt like was I was second mummy to. Mm-hmm. And it's so odd because it was, it was very surreal that Meadow and I, we had our pregnancy together, and now our little babies are like four days apart. So she's like a baby to me, but here she is growing up having babies when I'm having babies. It's really know, strange. Serene, that means you've been having babies a long time. <laughs> yes, now listen up, peeps, and grab all my non-wisdom about it. Oh, yeah. thanks, guys. Yeah, and so Meadow is actually staying at, at my house for a, a few days while her husband went on a work trip. And so I'm like, yay, Meadow, we finally got you for a podcast. What do you want to talk on? And I had this idea. I'm like, hey, let's talk on parenthood because a lot of people have asked us about parenthood and you could – Say how wonderful I am and stuff like that. No, I was just saying, but you can just talk about, you know, how we were all raised differently. And then she's like, no, mom, no, 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 no. I really want to talk about body image. Ooh. Body image. So, I mean, I think Meadow's got something to bring today. And then we were having this fun little argument beforehand, and I want to continue it with you, Serene. Oh, an argument. Yeah, good old mother and daughter Sounds one. Nice yeah, we just them. have fun arguments every now yeah. and then. The disagreements, well, I feel like it's the spice of life. I wouldn't call them argument. I'd no, call we were still debates, we were debates, still smiling debates. and loving each other. But <laughs> yeah. Speaking of body image, I'm just going to curl this 20 pound weight. <laughs> he while actually we're literally is because he Danny, brought a weight to the potty because cabin. there's just no time. Mm. Yeah, Danny's usually doing push ups because what if you could? What if you could work and also get your workout in at the same time? I haven't worked out in a month because I'm trying to finish this dang book. Oh, the, what the, if book, you could the what if you And could I'm shriveling book? up. I get tiny and scrawny if I don't. Yeah, don't blame the book. Oh, my goodness. Blame game. Hey, let's. Back to the point. Let's talk about body image because, Meadow, it's a big one. Serene and I have come through years, years. I think only now we're actually of, floating with it. Yeah, hating us. 
not not hating ourselves, just calling ourselves names, things like mm-hmm. this. And I know that you, as a young woman in this crazy cultural society, have something to say. So platform is yours, Meadow. Yeah. Well, this is something that I've been learning and growing in a lot, too. And I've still um, just even just recently, like I had to come to a big revelation about what how I was viewing body image in, in an unhealthy way. And I've realized that there are a couple of different types of extremes these days that people have to body image that are just unhealthy. And one of them is um, the extreme like, oh, we need to accept ourselves and just be happy for ourselves, even if like we're, say, really unhealthy. People are on this train today where they're like, oh, just accept that. That's who you are. Love yourself on the whole love yourself train. Mm -hmm. And so we know that that's one extreme, which isn't always healthy because we have to take care of our bodies because our bodies are temples. And then there's this other side where women today feel these um, huge pressures to have unrealistic body expectations. Mm And so that can really drive us to insecurities and obsessive, um, obsessive drives to like try to fix ourselves and sometimes like become anorexic or just um, have eating disorders. And that's another even things like even if it's not that extreme, like scale watching or workout obsessions Mm. or or the things we call ourselves. But we'll get into that. Yeah. So when I was a teenager. I had PCOS. And so I was a little bit heavy. Like I wasn't maybe overweight, but I was just a little bit chubby. And Mm -hmm. there were these last few pounds that I just couldn't shed, even though I was trying really hard. Yeah, you even did. You were even hardcore trim healthy mama. Yeah. Hardcore, like way harder core than I would. You know me, everybody. Oh, yeah. I was doing the cycles. I can, I can, I mean, I can go off plan sometimes, get right back on. It didn't affect me. And poor you. You would have one off-plan meal the next day, be five pounds off and bloated, and yep. I, uh, it was hard for you. Okay, so yeah, I was doing the fuel cycles and I yeah. was working out, and I was like really, really taking good, good care of my body and trying to be a good steward, but I still wasn't shedding the excess weight because mm-hmm. my body still hadn't healed, and so I was insecure about that, and I kept mm-hmm. thinking, you know, if only I could lose these last few pounds, and then yeah. I would be happy. Then I'd be happy right. with myself. And then eventually, when I was in my 20s, I did lose those few she pounds because I was healed, which yes. is amazing. And I owe that to God. But um, I still found reasons to be insecure. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was the insecure. Thing, right? Yeah, because I was insecure because then now I was thin, but I didn't have my old curves. Right. And so I still wasn't perfect. Uh-huh. And so then I started wishing, man, I just wish I could be thin, but I could still have the curves that I used to have. Yeah. And so I found that through every stage of my life, I've always found something to be insecure about. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I realized recently that I have made body image an idol. Mm-hmm. And a, f- a couple of weeks ago, just a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to my husband about um, one of my, what I thought was a flaw of something about my appearance. And I was just pouting to him about it. And I was like, honey, I need to fix this. And he's like, okay, well, we could do that. But if you can't be happy until we fix this, then you're making that an idol. Because your joy has to come from God. Hmm. And so I just realized that he was right. And I just humbly had to accept that from him. And I was like, yeah, you're right. 
And I repented from that mm. because really our joy comes from God. Yeah. And if we say, oh, I can't be happy in, until I lose this weight or I can't be happy until I fix my teeth or I can't be happy until I do this and that, then it's it becomes an idol because then we are saying our happiness comes from what we look like. Yeah. So then really we're worshiping mm-hmm. our perfect image instead of the, the the image of God. You know, God is our joy. But if we can't be happy until we are worth it, worth worshiping. Mm, right. <laughs> you know? We are worth yeah. worshiping. Worth, worth. But, you know, something you said that even two weeks ago you noticed this about yourself. But I do have to say something about you. And Serena and I talk about this all the time. This is not just something you've come into since your 20s, I think. Mm-hmm. You've been growing in this because yes. you, okay, you've been very firm about not being, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm your mom and I'm Trim Healthy Mama yeah. author and, you know, and I'm even a little bit thinner than you, but that's just my body frame. Mm-hmm. But you have been very firm about not conforming to being obsessive about looking a certain mm-hmm. way. You uh, look very healthy. And mm-hmm. and you gained a certain amount of pounds with wonderful crossovers during your pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And it took you a while. It took you much longer to lose it than even I did or Serene, right? You had to watch Serene lose hers in the first week, basically. Yeah. And you took months, but you you said, Mom, I'm not going there this is my journey and you were strong and you and you never caved into and she lost it she did she but you amazing. never caved into the, the obsession of it and I was so proud of you because this pressure you being mm-hmm. the trim healthy mama daughter right I mean how did you withstand that then well because like you said I had been growing in that yeah. and sometimes I still stumble and I still struggle yeah. But I was like, I had already been there before where I was obsessive or or really insecure. And I was allowing that to um, to be depressed. Like, I remember when I was a teenager, I was just depressed and I I wasn't really happy with myself. I I didn't put that on you because I would always encourage you. (laughs) It it was not extreme depression, but that's also like when I was I had PCOS, I had those hormonal issues. too, And I think that could have contributed to it. But it was also just like I hadn't spiritually learned to surrender that to God. So that's something that I had to learn. I love how you brought the balance matter where you said there's two extremes here and you didn't want to be part of either because I feel like that is the danger. People can say, hey, I don't want to be part of this like self-worship, like I have to be perfect, extreme. So they flip the other way and then they don't care enough. And and it's actually not about image anymore. It's about health. Their health starts to suffer because they don't Mm -hmm. care enough about the physical. Do all... Would you say all girls struggle with body image at some point or another? Well, I think that all women deep down have a desire to feel beautiful. Mm. And so probably most women are tempted to feel burdened to, to, um, to live up to those expectations that society puts on us because that's society says that that's what a beautiful woman looks like. And we mm-hmm. as women want to feel beautiful. And so we're like, well, that's what I need to look like. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's very interesting what you said to me, Meta. You said that you were unhappy when you were a little heavier and then you were unhappier when mm-hmm. you lost your curves. Right. And I want to attest to that with Pearl and I, because a lot of people maybe they've come up to us and say, well, you know, I feel insecure and you probably uh, can't Can really understand. Can you get closer to your You mic, probably can't you. really understand from where we're coming from. And Pearl and I have said, yes, we can. Just because we're thin doesn't mean we haven't been insecure. Some, for me, that was one of my major oh, yes. insecurities. I'm a tall, straight up and down drink of water. And sometimes <laughs> I've been like, well, I wish I had some umba umba. Oh, yes. <laughs> umba, and I wanted umba. to talk about that. The, umba, the, umba. 
It's as if so many people in our society don't ever think that thin women could be insecure. Yeah. It's just like heavy women yeah. are insecure. And that's why we should never like make fun of, of curvy women and heavy women. And I so agree with that. But for the same reasons that we should not make fun of women for being heavy, we should not make fun of women for being thin. Mm -hmm. Like it's rude to say to a thin woman, girl, you need to eat a hamburger for the same reason that it's rude to say to a heavier woman, girl, you need to eat a salad. So true. Like both of those well, Girl, you hurt. need to get some behind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like recently <laughs> yeah. I saw an article on Facebook that really um, bothered me and it was titled Why um, Men Who Are Married to Chubby Women Are Happier or something like that. Mm. And what it was just doing was putting down a thin woman by, mm. by saying like these are the reasons why heavy women are so much better and men are happier with them. And, and basically some people think that it's okay to put down one group in order to feel good about it yourself or another. I remember when you were just coming into this truth, Meadow, and it was just you were coming out of where it oppressed you. I remember this time, and you said to me, you called it something. You body call, typeism. Yeah, like racism. You called yeah. it body mm. typeism. Yeah, we all know, well, most people know in our society that racism is bad you shouldn't never say that one race is better than another and you shouldn't say that one gender is better than another mm -hmm. so then why is it okay in our society to say that one body type is better than another because god created all different kinds of body types just like he created different races and di the two genders because god loves he celebrates Diversity. differences he mm -hmm. celebrates a variety like would you compare a sunflower to a rose no there's right. no comparison it's no different. they're both beautiful but they're both beautiful for different reasons and so some women are like sunflowers and some women are like roses so true and i think that for me um a lot of times, you know, I think we've so many of us have done this as women is I'm not pear shape. I'm, I don't know what you call me, but I, I'm thin. But, you know, I've so many times it's like my only thing about it was Serena, I'd say, Serena, I'm thin, but I got me some thighs. And I said it in a really negative way. Yeah. Like, just why don't I have my sister's thighs? I would say, why can't I have your thigh? It's not fair. And it's like God's looking down. It's like, I gave you those thighs. I, all my life. Ever since I was a little girl, I didn't like my thighs, you know? I had to come to the point, and it wasn't till my in my 40s. This is like three years ago, yeah. Serene. I just looked at my thighs. I stopped hating them, and I'm mm -hmm. like, I love you thighs because I'm doing my best, right, with my eating. But actually with your I, lens change, you actually do love them. It's not I, faking till you're no, making No, 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 no. It it's what if you could. Yeah. It's totally what if you could. What if I could love my I thighs? I think you'll actually physically see them different too. Uh, there's do. been parts yeah. about me that I've I microman and being like, oh man, if like, mm -hmm. dude, I like you said, I'd be complete if it's it's yeah. always that I if only the if I could just mm, if I could just move that that way and then it was that looked like his, then I would be like I'd stop whatever I don't even know what it is I'd stop but it's like I would be complete I think and <clears throat> when you start saying that to yeah. yourself like I I love you thighs or I. You know, for men, it's other stuff. It's not thighs, but right. <laughs> I love, you know, all of a sudden, it, you know, your your um, bushy eyebrows will look different. 
Exactly. And it's <laughs> Whatever like, it but is, what she you know? says, body typism, I don't go around saying, I, oh man, I'm white. I wish I was Spanish. Like, I wish well, I no, was that's Spanish. Fair. Like, Most people do. Yeah, wish. I know. Okay, I wish I was black. You know, Serene, you have black children, you have white children. Do they go around saying, I wish I was white like you, or I wish no. I was black like you? Why? Because it's, that would be disgusting, yeah. right? God made us a certain way, and yet yeah. we women, we go mm-hmm. around saying, I wish I was an hourglass, I'm pear. I'm yeah. a stinking pear shape. But, you know, and when we look at it, <laughs> we look at the certain parts of our body that we hate and we look at it with that hatred lens, they become so much more disgusting. They're actually beautiful. It could be, or maybe maybe it is a, a flaw, but it becomes so much bigger when you go around with that lens because I remember having mm-hmm. nosorexia. My sister mm-hmm. Pearl here is this beautiful Audrey Hepburn, very um, pointed um, very, her nose is just just daintily put oh, in the center of her face, and I have more of a S- Scottish honker, right? And so I remember. <laughs> See, and what are you saying? Also, in pictures, my face was twice as long as Pearl's. It's and and I had to put my pic- face next you would to her pixie. It. Yeah, I, in all she would of my life, it. my yes. face is next to a pixie. Yep. So if it is longer now, it's looking like an egg, and all of a sudden next to Pearl. So um. But I remember having nosorexia, and when I looked in the mirror, I didn't look at the whole of me. I went straight to the nose. You saw the nose. So all I saw was the nose. I can relate to that. And so when I had this thing when I was trying to fix my uh, diastasis and trying to um, rehab my core, when I looked in the mirror, all I saw was was a, a core that, that wasn't as tight as it could be. Mm-hmm. But but now that I, I don't have that lens, I don't see anything out of place because I'm right. not looking directly in a microscopic way at the floor. I feel like that makes it so much worse. Well, and it's, it it's kind of proof of this. Have you ever looked in the mirror one day and been disgusted? And then the next day, nothing's changed. But for some reason, you're like, the self-confidence is up. I'm beautiful today. Mm-hmm. Well, what is that? It's just your yeah. perspective. It it's literally where your mind's at. It's where, you, where we allow our minds to go. And that's really what you've come to, Meadow. You've you stopped allowing it, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, I just figured, you know, I went through the whole postpartum season where mm. my body had to take time to heal and it didn't just bounce back like no. some women. It um I still feel like I I still have a few leftover pounds I could lose. But what's the point of just letting that steal my joy right. like that doesn't help anything i feel like i've i've got there too and you and you you went there when you said when you got thin you still had the issue mm-hmm. because it actually the pounds weren't the issue in the, in, anymore yeah. it was the listening to the lies was the issue oh, yeah. because the enemy doesn't want us to be happy whether we're thin whether we're with that you got thin people who wouldn't see be seen dead without their padded bra underneath their clothes mm-hmm. you got the fat people that wouldn't see dead without the spanks holding mm-hmm. everything in and so it's really it's not about the body image it's the lies you 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 were you were mm-hmm. unhappy when you got thin and this so is it was the lies that you were you really were interesting that you know women who get breast implants mm. are actually at a higher risk for suicide mm. because it doesn't fix the problem right. and it doesn't fix the insecurities yeah and these days, you know, there's well, nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong, obviously. Yeah. Breast, I have friends with breast implants. I have family members, but, and who am I to judge? Oh, yeah. And, and these days, but, and it might start with, and thank God for breast implants mm-hmm. with all the cancer surgery that's gone mm-hmm. on, you know. So, so you know, I don't want to look down, but you're right there. That's just science. There's a higher mm-hmm. incidence. And once you start with one thing, sometimes it just becomes, oh, what next if I fix that, if I fix yeah. that? Yeah, sometimes it's okay at the beginning. But then it becomes 
uh, where, like you said, it doesn't fix the unhappiness. So you have to do more and do more and do more and then you get the Michael right. Jackson. It depends mm, you where know? you're coming from because exactly. I don't think it's wrong to, I think it's great to like put on makeup and, yeah. and dress in beautiful clothes and dye your hair. It's just if you make that your identity or if you make that a, your if you're striving for happiness that way, then that's when it becomes an idol and that's when it you, it will never be enough. Yeah. Do you, you know, I noticed my five-year-old daughter, she's not struggling with body image, but she is conscious of pretty and beauty mm-hmm. and she'll put on her little play lipstick. And, and I know some of that she's copying mom or, but there is something different about my daughters than my sons. Mm-hmm. They seem to be more fixated with, you know, like my daughter will come out if she's like, she'll put on a real fancy, like almost costume kind mm-hmm. of ballroom dress. And when she enters the room, the whole family had better notice I know. and pay yeah. attention yeah. like the queen has entered mm-hmm. the room. Right. And it's like, oh, hey. And if and if not, you know, it's like she'll just keep doing little moves to get in front of you. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. So you're saying we do have that innate thing in us. Yes. But I think that's what Meta brought out at the beginning. It, it's okay. Every woman has a desire to feel beautiful. Yeah. But God tells us how we are supposed to be beautiful yeah. because God knows, I believe that God knew that we women would struggle with this. Mm-hmm. And that's why he instructed us how our beauty should be, that it should be through our good works mm-hmm. and, and what we do. And it's it, true beauty comes from the heart. And he knew that if we obsess about the clothes that we wear and, and body image, then um, it will become unhealthy and it will become this extreme. You know what else the body image thing is, is <clears throat> feeling beautiful in your heart is great, but it doesn't give you the the stroke that you get when others are noticing your beauty. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes back to having your identity in the opinions of people. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so you can feel beautiful in your heart all you want, but if you're not happy with your face or your body, all that means is you're not happy with the world's perception mm-hmm. of you, the world's how you identify in the world. And if the only way you identify is through your body, mm-hmm. you know, there's got to be a, a a digging deeper, I think. And where's the balance? You know, we're all, all of you listening are, are are doing most of you I think doing this trim healthy mama to get healthier most of you to get trimmer and you know and I see the before and after pictures come in and you know sometimes I think well what do I say you know astounding look you when I see the 50 60 70 80 pounds difference I'm like oh wow okay I see two beautiful women but what I see is the emerging of that beauty coming through even stronger of the the emerging of who God created, the features, the beautiful features pop. They're not like someone else's features, but they were being covered up. Okay, now we all need some womanly fat because that's beautiful too. But when there is excess, when it drops, out comes these God-given features and they're exposed. And I think that is beauty. And that's our gift. And sometimes that God-given features is a pair of shape revealed. Yes. And sometimes those God-given features is an hourglass whittled waist that's revealed. It can be all different. And it's not like you're saying, oh, great nose job. You look better now. No, No, we're saying, there you are. Look look at the way you create. Look what God gave you. Isn't that awesome? Yes. And then other extreme, you know, when you've got, or food disorders or, or, or when you get to that goal weight but you're like oh that next five pounds and then that next five pounds but I can go lower but I can go lower and then that's 
that's an obsession that's destroying our bodies. You know, my husband always tells tells me because I, I'm three nine now in the public eye. You know, every picture and everything people are going to look at and analyze. And sometimes I think, well, do they really think I'm thin enough to be a trim, healthy mama author? You know, these thoughts go through my I brain mean, a lot. Right there, yeah. Do they really think? Are they really going to think I'm thin enough? Maybe I should lose, go on fuel cycles and lose ten more pounds and be ultra bony, and then they'll think trim, healthy mama works better. These thoughts go through my sure. head. Yeah. And I, you know, because I, I mean, I'm trim, but I'm not skinny. And then I say, my husband, do you think? And he's like, don't you dare. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, there's healthy and then there's being obsessive. Mm-hmm. Well, it's feeding a demon. Yeah. You start with it and, and, it, and it doesn't quit. The, the, the thoughts of perfection. Perfectionism never yeah, leads to it's, happiness. It's perfection. That, that's when we all get into the, to the gutter and that's when we... That's when we lose it. But interesting, right? yeah. what, what did you say? What will they think yeah, of the exactly. Trim Healthy Mama author? See, yeah. that's, the, that's the body identity crisis. They think. It's not how, who am I, what am I doing? So true, it's Danny. what will they think. That, and, and if we're thinking that, you know we're on the wrong track. And maybe right? a, few, yeah. a couple of extra crossovers, right? Maybe, um, you know, a real piece of Aunt Marge's pie on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's going to bring happiness to you in a better quality of life yeah. than if you constantly did a fuel cycle on the dot every month or every yeah. second, blah, 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 blah. Maybe you could be that five pounds down, but maybe that's a miserable five pounds down. Yeah, yeah and let me talk straight. We're not straight. talking about unhealthy weight here. No. We're talking about just what we think is perfection. Let me talk a, a slight bit straight here. Caring about what other people think is a real fast path to mediocrity. Yes. So true. Mediocrity being like the crowd, blending in, fitting in with the masses. What do you want with your life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what do you what, what are your what are your goals? What are you doing? What's the unique, creative you in the earth? Mm-hmm. Asking what will they think sabotages all that. Hey, you're listening to the party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> this is the party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P O D D Y. What it really comes down to is doing this to honor God because we are temples and we belong to God. And that's why we're when we lose weight and when we take care of our bodies, we're not just doing this for we shouldn't be doing this for pride and for Bingo. vanity. Yes. We should yeah. be doing this to glorify God. Because um, what would you say? And I know you're going to go into scriptures because mm-hmm. she brought she brought meat today. Serene, but what <laughs> yeah. would you say then to the people? Who don't necessarily Bible readers that are listening Can to I us. Can I just say something because yeah. it was bingo just for one second? Because when sometimes I go to to areas where health is not at all thought of. Okay. Sometimes I grieve. In our county, you mean? No, I'm not going there. Okay. But sometimes I grieve. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to put myself in God's mind because yeah. God's mind's too amazing and he may not be thinking thoughts of it. But sometimes I think. Have we distorted what God created so much where mm. like where it looks so painful for people to get around, where they look so pale and pasty and so lifeless and almost like corpses out of a coffin? Mm-hmm. I, I, I start to grieve for God. I start to grieve for the human race. And so I see what you're saying there, Meadow. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be about our thing for pride, but to glorify him. Is it glorifying God to look so sick? Oh, of course it's not. Of course it's not. And that's why I think so many women are on this journey because they like, I want to have the energy again so I can be a light. I can be a light to my family. I can be a light to my work, work co-workers. Before you go there, I know you've brought some stuff. What, what, what do we say to people? I know you're going to bring scriptures and we're saying we're a temple. We're glorifying God. But what about to people 
you know, who are not yet where we're at in our in their beliefs. You know, it's, this is still a major truth for happiness and for soundness of mind and for health in the body. When we are, are following this perfection, it brings um, obsessiveness, which raises cortisol, which pulls down our health. I know what I would say. Look at history. Mm. If you don't want to look at scripture where we're going, look at history. Look at look at the 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 um, famous L.A. Hollywood people oh, who yeah. have died almost ugly because it's a phenomenon of nature. What mm. ends up being on their face and their body because of how perfectionism and unhappiness where it led. And and guess what they were thinking? I know what they were thinking. They were thinking that thought that has crossed my mind sometimes. But what will people think? Will people think? You know. People Especially think. in, in uh, the acting industry is, you know, their their face is not only their identity, but it's also their tool to make money. I know, but they start out so beautiful. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. And then it's like a stretched cat or something. I mean, it's like the motive to, to wreck. I, I don't think anyone sets out to to wreck their bodies. It's they're setting out to answer the question, what will they think? Yeah. Bring it, Meadow. Well, I was going to say that... Um, God says that we are created for his glory. And Isaiah 43 verse 7 says, Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. And Psalms 139 um, verse 13 to 14 says, For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. The Hebrew word for wonderfully is um, pala, and it means to distinguish, put a difference, show marvelous, separate, set apart, and um, sever and make wonderfully. So God wants us to be different. He doesn't want us to compare ourselves. If you can't fit into the genes that are out there for everyone to fit into, great, you're set apart. Yeah, I know. I, Serene, we don't fit into it. We're different body types, I know, you I and can't I. I sit down in your genes. I know. We're different. You know what? You, yeah, you brought the scripture up. This is amazing. We've never said this before. This is a big secret. We might as well reveal it now. Our new makeup line coming out in the new year. It's called Made, M-A-D-E, and it comes from that scripture. Underneath it says, wonderfully, fearfully, wonderfully. And, and it's that because we're just representing ourselves in this unique way that he made us and so it's from that direct scripture and I didn't know you were going to bring that scripture yeah I'm so excited about that I can't wait but yes you were mentioning that we should all be healthy well healthy is going to look different on Mm, everyone for some women healthy means that they're going to be a little bit curvier than other women and it would be unhealthy for them to try to be skinny if that's not what their body's designed to do and for other women healthy means that they're naturally more petite and thinner mm. than some curvy women some women go weight literally a healthy goal weight and what they should shine at is size 12 yes. i'm telling you and i'm telling you and some women literally what they shine at is size two to four <laughs> and can i just tell you too don't compare what you eat as well because I have mm. a little vision. We call him Vision Little Legs. He's the skinniest little ectomorph in our family. Bless his soul. What if you could? He might be a giant. He might be Gaston when he grows <laughs> yeah, up, yeah. right? But my point being, he eats circles around my other bigger sons. Yeah. Circles. Maybe your metabolism makes you crave more calories on your plate. Don't make that think that you're a pig. 
<laughs> yeah. Sometimes I feel like a pig when I'm stay with Pearl all day because I could eat circles around her, not just when I'm nursing and just other times. But we're all different. I have more muscle on my body, you which do. makes me want to eat more. And you're a breastfeeding mother. Right. I can uh, understand. Right now, yes. <laughs> but the point being is... Allow yourself difference in the way you fuel your body as much as the way you accept your body. I know, and it's so true. Like this morning, Meadow was, uh, you know, we had breakfast together and then it was like two, two, hour, two and a half hours later. She's like, Mom, you got any snacks? But I was like, I'm so used to not snacking in the morning. I do snack in the afternoon. I was like, oh, yeah, you're hungry? What? <laughs> She's a nursing mom. I mean, the difference is incredible with what our bodies and stages of life and the amount of calories we're burning all day can do to our appetites. I was really hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't yeah, sometimes was just because I was bored. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I'm like I must be just bored. Serene, you you can't just live to eat. Like you <laughs> like you know, man should not live by bread alone. Just go and have a bit of a scripture, a bit of spiritual bread, Serene. And I can't even focus on the word because I'm like just thinking about gouda cheese and all that stuff. I love your original point, Meadow, about the extremes, you know, because it's so easy to have one-liner quotes on social media that seem to promote accepting yourself just the way you are. Mm -hmm. And then you turn the page and there's a one-liner quote about what's your excuse? putting in the work. <laughs> yeah. What's your excuse? You're going to hustle. You're going to get up and rise uh, and grind. So true, so Jenny. Th there, there's these two extreme messages. And I think part of the folly of youth is always trying to pick which extreme mm. camp will I belong to? Can you bring That's the so goods true. or what, Danny? Yeah, and can I say something <sighs> to Truth right there. You know, I've known some people that have been blessed with many attributes that aren't necessarily the perfect picture of, of modelness, right? But boy, do I want to be around them. And boy, do mm. I, the, the beauty shine to the point where I'm just like, you are just dripping from the beauty tree, right? And yeah. then you find that perfect person and they're just harsh, they're bitter, they're crass or whatever. And it's just like all of it fades away, right? And then I want to say, and I hope this is not out of place, but, you know, when I saw my my beautiful son, who was so good looking to begin with. And, Arden. And have, mm. you know, just the ravages of disease, what it did. But he was Hold still. Hold on, Serena, there's always new people in the room okay. because not everyone knows the okay, story. Okay, well, he's totally healed, so praise God. But he was battling cancer and it took him down to Jewish concentration camp where very fast. Yeah, and he was, was very like, skinny. And it was like. But, huh, it was a, but but you know what? I want to shout out to his wonderful wife. Yeah, because my dad said to, to Esther, his wife, one day, "Oh, you're getting your handsome husband back now, aren't you, Esther?" When yeah. he was starting to get better, and she's like, "Granddad," and this is not not anything against Granddad. Yeah. He was just proud that Arden was coming back to full yeah. strength. She's like, "He has always been handsome to me." Oh, yes. When you are beautiful in the inside, there is nothing. There is no. There's nothing that can steal that. And I'm looking at my mum and dad now. They're almost 80s, you know, and I don't see him any different than the straight up and down Colin Campbell that mm -hmm. when he was in his prime in his mm -hmm. 40s, right, he's almost 80. And sometimes I'll look back at a picture and I'm like, oh, he was well, he younger. is really, really, really gray head now and, he, <laughs> and his hair really is thinning and blah, blah, blah. But I don't see him like that because he shines forth. So, yes, Meadow. Beauty has to got to come from a different place. Yes. And I am so glad that you brought up what Esther said about Arden, like that he has always been beautiful yeah. to her. Because I wanted to to bring that up, that so many times I think it's so hard for our poor husbands who have to deal with the wives who are so mm. insecure all the time. Because it's like 
sometimes, you know, I've, I want assurance. Women, we love assurance we from do. our husbands and we want to feel beautiful. So sometimes that's why like I'll pout about my insecurities to my husband and I'm like, fishing, ah, fishing. I want, ah, I want him to tell me revealed. that I'm beautiful. Oh, no, this <laughs> yeah. is good. I've, I've learned assured. here today. And, 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 get and Kendall is not a words person. No, but much. he's he learning. Is for me. Yeah. He can be really good at that for me. Okay. He's, he can be a really good words person. Um, he's learned how to, how to speak beautifully to me yes <laughs> but sometimes like if i'm just in that mood like he'll say something to me and he'll try to assure me and it's like oh thanks honey it's like sometimes we just kind of shove it off like our, when our husbands try to to tell us that we're beautiful and they try to make us feel better mm -hmm. sometimes we women we decide that it's not enough and we mm -hmm. just want to keep on being insecure and keep pouting about it and we're like oh yeah I know he says that but I still don't feel like I'm good enough mm. imagine how that makes our poor husbands feel like yes. they want us to be confident they want us to feel Confidence secure mm -hmm. yes my husband is more attracted to me when I'm confident mm -hmm. and he wants That's me to point. be secure in his love for me and that he to really believe that he does think I'm beautiful and I know that he doesn't think that I'm the most beautiful woman in the world because I'm the most physically beautiful because I know I'm not. There's always going to be another woman more physically beautiful than me, but I'm the most beautiful woman to him because I'm his. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's, that's the truth yeah. right there. And for the mamas on the journey, may I add, you're not one day going to be beautiful. It's just like the Arden thing. Right. It's not like when the when the cancer's gone, then he'll be handsome again. Right. When no, the no, fifty no. pounds are gone, then I'll be beautiful. It's not that, is you're it? You're beautiful now. Yeah. In yeah. fact, if the belief that you're beautiful now will drive yes. success forward more powerfully for you. Yes. If yeah. you want quick results, mm -hmm. which I don't believe in, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but if if you are saying I'd like faster results, mm -hmm. they will not come through self loathing. And insecurity, yeah, no. self-doubt, questioning yourself, yeah. and identifying with the ugly, unhealthy right. person. I just think it's, it's like it's a mantra. Let's reveal this beautiful me. Well, you know, let's you, let's re let's let it re be revealed. It's like yeah, there's some yeah. tent, right? Some yurt, like covering up this treasure inside. It's the treasure inside where that's the beauty. That's 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 the gold. But on the so so that's great. So we, we're not going to concentrate just on the outward beauty. We're going to think about what's in. However, we're not going to go burn the tent down. Yeah, like and 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 graffiti it all over and like rip it up with whatever because that's just that's just destructive and it's going to burn the inside eventually. Mm -hmm. You know what it really comes down to? What both extremes really come down to? It's because we're obsessing over ourselves and we're always looking into ourselves yeah, so instead true. of looking to God. Yeah. So true. Hey, with that said, I don't think we have enough time to pull that argument we were having this morning, which oh, was yeah. about eyelids. Oh, it could take 10 minutes. Aww. And we're going to do a superfood spotlight. Hey, arguing's a little bit more fun than superfoods. Well, can we argue for one minute, John, and then Debating. do a super? He told us to finish by 30 minutes, and we're at 37. Argue for we got three okay. minutes to argue. Three minutes to argue okay, and so, go. Well, this I was just saying, you know how Auntie Serene was going on about like her nose and how that's been something she's been kind of insecure about. And we just Me think too. it's silly because yeah. we're like, what What in the world are you talking about? Well, I've had this funny thing where I've kind of been insecure about my 
eyelids a long what? time. Of all things. <laughs> she said this morning, this is what she said. She looked at her baby Warren. She said, I wonder if he's going to have my problem eyelids too. They're cold. <gasps> I Mommy's, didn't say problem. You said they're cold. Oh, excess. I wonder if he'll have I've... all this excess skin on his eyelids. What? And I, I said, no, what do you mean excess? You mean it's it's there's a name for them. They're called the hooded eyelids. No, no, no. no and I'm she sorry. said, Refusal. and I found ways to fix it, mum, with makeup. And I'm like, you're fixing? What is this excess business? That's Who's labeled this? They're yeah, that, your that's label. Eyelids. That's completely. Like, let me give you a debate. Every time I used to sit in a makeup artist chair, the first question I'd ask them is, what should I do to my eyebrows to widen my face so it doesn't look so long? She'd go on and, and, and on. You know and it was the- my total concentration and every time they said oh no 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 you don't want you you want to go with what you're given you don't trying to change illusions they they actually yeah. they may make the may make your face look wider but it won't look as beautiful as if yeah. i just go with what so i'm just they're like well, i'm just filling in your eyebrows i'm not actually going to change the shape because yes it will widen it but you're not meant to have a wide face yeah and and yeah. it's true your eye you wouldn't be your beautiful self oh my goodness your eyes are so gorgeous have you changed them and made them on whatever your title is. I haven't changed be- them. I just put eyeshadow no. on them. If no, but you, you thought oh. they were a problem, didn't you? Yes. Well, I've I've she- been insecure about them, and I've gotten a lot better. Is like that I just that thing don't. You're talking to your husband, like I've got to fix this. What? Was uh, that? No, it was something else. But oh, I have complaints about this to my husband R-rated. too. And it's <laughs> so funny because one time I asked my husband, you know, like I wanted that assurance from him again, and I was like, what What is my What is your favorite feature about me? Like, what do you find <laughs> most pretty about my face? <laughs> yeah. What do you say? And he likes my eyes. <laughs> And I was just like, this was me with my freckles, you know, my whole (laughs) life. Oh, hated, loathed my freckles, loathed everything about them all until my late 30s. And I decided, hey, you know what? They're not too bad, actually. But Charlie was said to me, that's the thing that I loved about you when I met you. (laughs) You know what? I want to see the university level study on this because I bet you the thing that a woman is most insecure about, about herself is the thing that her husband loves the most and because that's true in my house. Is it really? <laughs> totally. Oh. Totally. The thing Lisa's like, this is my worst feature. I'm like, um, that's why you're here. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. J- joking about that's the only reason she's yeah. here. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it's yeah. literally my fave. That's so great. But also, I mean, it's great that, that that's probably what they love. But I also think there is a danger in planting the poison that's in our head into other people's brains. Yeah. Like, I would never have even noticed, and I don't notice it because all I see is beauty, but people don't see it. Oh, she and had a word right. for it. She had called them hooded eyelids, yeah. and she was like- It's diagnosed now. Diagnosed, and it's, it was called excess yep. skin rather yep. than my beautiful. It's a problem. My beautiful. Oh, that's so what I'm I was like, reading. Yeah. yeah. You see? No, it's on Wikipedia. <laughs> it's official. It's there's a, drugs for it's it. It's called something. Yeah, there's surgeries for it now. So you were telling me that I need to call my eyelids lovely. I did. And I was mm. like, she well, wouldn't do it. I'm not- Maybe I don't need to call them excess and and hooded, but I don't want to no, be lovely. like oh yeah. pe- oh she thought that was prideful. No, they like prideful. Nope. nope. Who, did okay. you make your eyelids, Meadow? Did you make them? Did you think <laughs> no. about I the told design? Told you we were going to argue. It's did on you? Now. It but is. who was it? Hold on, there who is the it? other extreme. Was it God and do, and did he love you and do you love him? He's the artist. Well, God, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. But if someone says, "Oh, I love your eyes," I'm not going to say. Thanks. Aren't they lovely? No, you can say thank you and you can think in your yes, head. Yes, I'm going to say thank you and accept the compliment graciously. And are you going to think in your head? Are, uh, yes. And then can finish it in your head because they're lovely. I will I will accept the compliment. <laughs> You're not quite you there we'll yet. Build, we'll build to that. We'll I build had to, to call my thighs lovely. I and I think did not in your like head, them. I understand you don't want to come across as proud, so you don't have to say it out loud. But in your head, Meadow, I want this as homework. 
If if somebody says, oh, your eyes are so lovely, Meadow, you could say thank you. And in your head, I want you to say, God, you did make them lovely. Thank you. I agree that we can he say that matches. at home and we can speak life over ourselves, yeah. but I'm not going to post that heard. on Facebook and tell yeah. everyone yeah. Right, yeah. eyes are lovely. No, but in your Good head, call. that's your homework, Meadow. In Good your head, call. I want you to agree. Trim Healthy Mama. Superfood. Spotlight. Hey, let's do the Superfood Spotlight. We always try to when we have a guest if we have time and we've only got two or three minutes. Yikes. To do something that our guests love as a Superfood Spotlight. And if there is anyone in this world that loves a food <laughs> more, We could juke it out, her and I. Yeah, then chocolate. I don't know. Med- you don't know? We could you, juke it. But I don't think I know you and I know Meadow and I have to say she beats you. She gets the oh. gold and you get the silver. Chocolate is a staple for me. Yeah. No, we, if, we need to talk. I'm out of chocolate. Yeah. That's a reason to get groceries. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we awesome. um, we need to talk about trip. <laughs> the, first of all, the benefits of chocolate. Let's do that for 30 seconds. And then I want to talk about how you can eat chocolate and trim to healthy, healthy mama because there's three ways. Okay. Well, thrombamine. <laughs> cocoa makes you happy. The fat in cocoa, the cocoa butter, is called the happy fat. It mm. actually raises the serotonin. Cocoa increases the circulation of your body. So it's a beauty food because it increases circulation, therefore oxygen, to your skin. See, Serene's not even looking at any info. She just knows her chocolate No, business. cocoa is so high in antioxidants. Cocoa. Oh, and also, Pearl, we went down to see the pods and, and, and suck the the bubba around the cocoa. In cocoa Guatemala, is so much more than what meets the eye. We we discovered just how miraculous the cocoa, the cacao beans are. When we went down to Guatemala, we had no idea how God like created chocolate and then how it turns into and this through a beautiful fermentation process that actually enhances all the goodness. Cocoa of the bean. is fermented. Yes. It's a fermented superfood. All you gut gurus that love fermentation eat more chocolate. Yes. And I want to say this. Just like there's coffee connoisseurs who love the different nuances of the different um, coffee beans from different regions, there's more nuances to be found in cocoa. There are. Than wine, than coffee. I mean, cocoa has, you can go high notes, low notes, medium notes, all kinds of, you know, you make a symphony. Two two other benefits. Cocoa, I mean, chocolate can widen your blood vessels with a full of magnesium. So yes. it's really good for headaches and blood pressure. If you get really, Those with high blood pressure. Okay, let me – I was an early – I used to be, and I don't want to label myself, go early with my babies into yeah. labor. So during pregnancy, it was like part of my daily medicine to eat chocolate and to drink hot chocolate and soak my feet in magnesium at the same time. Because it relaxes I read that uterus. it was really good for – Pregnant woman and their babies oh, too. Yes. It's it like is. one of the superfoods oh, during yes. pregnancy. Now let's talk about how we can eat chocolate and keep it slimming, okay? Because there are three ways really on Trim Healthy Mama. The only really bad thing about chocolate and the reason why it makes people gain weight is because of the sugar content. In the milk, sugar in the milk. The sugar, yes. And um, the sugar mixes with the fat, the good fats, and it becomes, um, you know, more than a crossover. It spikes your blood sugar and then your body holds on to it. Well, so, all the insulin comes to clean out yeah. that blood sugar and then it, it, it stores the fat that's in so the So let's bar. get rid of the sugar. So let's talk about three different ways. Um, there is store-bought 85 or 90% chocolate. And Meadow said to me this morning, I prefer 90%. Yeah. Well, there are two types of people, people that love 90% and people that hate it, like yeah. my husband who thinks it's tree bark. Yeah. But I think it's so rich and creamy. 
Yes. Me too. 90, give me 100. I mean, that's like a cigar. And I haven't even smoked a cigar and I never will, but I consider it like smoke. And 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 why? Even though it's got a tiny amount of sugar, but nothing, not enough to spike your blood sugar. And so all you're really getting is all the superfood goodness of the cacao bean. And and it's and it's pure. But I mean, it's an acquired taste. You feel really like you could win a chess match. Yeah. Like when I eat that chocolate, I am intelligent. But you know, lint lint has a beautiful ninety percent that I think tastes better <gasps> than their eighty five. The right? Oh, it yes. tastes better than their eighty five percent. You're getting less sugar. I don't know. It's so creamy. The second way, of course, is. Trim Healthy Mama has come out with um, a naturally sweetened chocolate so you can get your milk. And the dark is not 85 or 90. It's only about a 40 and it's it's sweeter and it's just more normal. I eat those too. Yes. And so my favorite is the dark. Some people like are addicted to the milk and that's their time every day. They're and like, it keeps me on plan. I've had so many messages. Your chocolate bars keep me on plan. And another way is to put the cocoa powder, the antioxidant rich, not the dutched alkalide way but mm. the process the one that's been processed with alkali but the actual natural um cocoa powder throwing it into smoothies throwing yes. it to your yuck yum bitties throwing it or to your making muffin skinny chocolate yes. things like that that's your third way where you're using just cocoa hot, or cacao c- yeah hot chocolate i do want to revisit the you know the stevia sweetened chocolate thing again. I know that there are other brands out there one in particular you all know but i don't like to pull down other brands because starts with L. <laughs> Listen, that we sanctioned it <laughs> because there was nothing else. We hadn't started ours. And yes, we say it's on plan, but it does have dextrin in it and it does have inulin. So, I mean, those people that get bloated stomachs from inulin, we don't have that in ours. Ours is pure. And dextrin is a form of sugar. There was nothing else out there and it's a small amount. So we said, and okay, it go ahead. Happy. It did. It kept people happy. And we're like, we want you to be happy and you don't have to buy our products. So we just want to say that that is sanctioned. Now, specifically, honestly speaking, ours is much more pure and natural and it doesn't have dextrins, but I just want you to know that. Um, we're done. Meadow, you want to say anything else? Because you were rocking it today. Um, She's so no, I, profound I think... and wise and I just liked the, the lilt of her voice. <laughs> yeah. It was a nice break from us. <laughs> it is. She, she makes us behave a little better, I think. Yeah, I feel like I'm a little more mannered. Yeah, we're all a bit more. And I'm added. using more air in my voice. <laughs> I actually felt like like I actually had these mental moments. Serene, just just hush up a little bit. Hush up. <laughs> she wasn't saying it to me, but her dignifiedness, yeah. it, 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 it spoke. There's well, a queen she's in sitting the room. here in a beautiful, my daughter's sitting here in a beautiful pink dress, and she has her laptop nicely there. She'd done her her, her, her little scriptures and her time, and she's and her toenails there. are all nice. I only found out about this last she's night. Matching yes. shoes, God. and I'm yes. barefoot with my old Nene tent. <laughs> Just an old mom. But you know what? Like I'm saying, it takes all types. Like, you know, it takes, we're all unique. And I think God loves us all. And I'm proud to have such a daughter, even though we're very different. We're similar too. But I I just wanted to share you with everybody today, Meadow. This is so much fun. Glad I got to do this. See you here next week, guys. Trim out the mama.